Hello, I'm Kyla Parkey, and in today's podcast, I'm going to be discussing some of my thoughts in chapters 6 to 14 of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Now, some significant moments in these chapters include when Victor Frankenstein gets a letter from his father telling him the crushing news of the death of his brother William. And we also see Victor reconnecting with his monster creation, who tells him what it's been like to be alone in the world with no one who understands him. Now, this especially reminds me of high school and how alone and out of place you can feel sometimes. It's hard in a world full of expectations and judgment, so putting myself in the monster's shoes, I can see how hurt he must feel after seeing his creator for the first time in so long. So, through these chapters, our protagonist, Victor, is obviously having a hard time coming to terms with the death of his brother. And he is almost positive that this, this is the work of his monster, this horrid creation of evil and all things wicked. But he can't forget that this work of evil is his work of evil. He might have created the murderer of his poor brother. Now, this internal conflict Victor is having with himself perfectly embodies the paradox our greatest strengths can also be our greatest weaknesses, as he can't help but feel guilty with the fact that the monster was his making. From the beginning of the book until now, it's obvious that Victor dedicated his life to learning and studying and isolating himself from all of his friends and family just to become an expert in the sciences that helped him create this monster. And all of a sudden, it's hitting him that his life's work created an awful, or what seems like it, an awful being and disgrace to humanity. I think it's really interesting how in chapter 10, when Victor goes on this big trek to a summit of a beautiful mountain to cheer himself up, is when he finds the ugly monster waiting for him. And when he first sees it, Victor is horrified and starts cursing and yelling and threatening but the monster just stays calm and assures victor that he isn't going to hurt him and just wants to talk now if i were in this situation i probably would have acted exactly like victor like if you just saw the possible murderer of your younger sibling standing in front of you wouldn't you act very unforgiving and angry because i definitely would but somehow, Victor is convinced to hear out the monster's story. And I believe Victor was convinced to stay and listen to the monster because he feels partly responsible for the death of his brother. Which brings me back to the paradox of our greatest strengths becoming our greatest weaknesses. Because no matter what he does, Victor can't escape his creation and the damage that has been done. So, therefore, Frankenstein can definitely embody and be seen as an example of this paradox. Throughout chapters 6 to 14, we see Victor's monster creation almost become a metaphor for humanity. For instance, this creation was born pure and unaffected by the cruel things in this world. Then, as we continue reading, we see the monster start to compare himself to the people in the village, which creates this unwanted judgment about the fact that he is different from everybody else. 
He claims to be disgusted in his looks and inability to understand the village's language or way of life. After being alone and judged and just hurt for so long, I can start to see how the monster would lose his purity. This really reminds me of social media because it's something most of the world can relate to, where there's this unforgiving audience that sees you solely based off of your looks and likes and comments and not really based off of your personality. We see these celebrities or influencers online and start to look at ourselves as less than just based off of our looks and that we are so much worse because we don't look as perfect as them. But this just isn't true. All you see on your screen is looks, not personality. Just like all the villagers see the monster as just an ugly monster and don't even bother to get to know him. I think that this creature was never really looked at as a monster until society saw him as one based off of his looks alone. Before all the judgment, Victor just made a creation that throughout these chapters became labeled as a monster. And as this monster starts to tell Victor everything he has been through, it becomes clearer why he would want revenge on any human that stood in his way. The consequences from his revenge, like murdering Victor's younger brother, just go to show you how angry he was. Angry at Victor, angry at society, and angry at himself, the monster didn't need or want any justification for his actions. So, from being pure and harmless, the monster became Victor's worst nightmare just from being shunned from others and feeling like an outsider. Which, this truly embodies humanity's highs and lows, as you are innocent as a child and can easily become cruel and damaged as you become older. One quote I wanted to discuss today is in chapter 10, when Victor confronts the monster at the summit of Montevert. The monster forces Victor to hear his story as he threatens, If you will comply with my conditions, I will leave them and you at peace. But if you refuse, I will gut the maw of death until it be satiated with the blood of your remaining friends. Shelley 104 Narratively, the monster wants Victor to know that he isn't afraid to kill more people just to prove a point. Which forces Victor to comply to his wishes and listen to the monster's life story. The tone from the monster in this quote is quite harsh and unforgiving, which shows an ugly side of him. However, I found that figuratively, this quote reveals how desperate the monster is for Victor to hear him out and understand how badly he needs Victor's help. The threat from the monster in this quote seemed to be the only way to get Victor's attention and help solve the loneliness in the monster's life. This all led me to believe that the monster wasn't purposely trying to hurt Victor with his threat, but instead make sure that he would listen to his life story and not run away in fear. This quote kind of reminds me of an adult parenting their child, like saying, if you don't share your toy, then I will take them away, or if you don't eat all your dinner, then no dessert. It's like saying you have nothing to lose if you just do as I say. Victor won't lose any of his family if he just listens to the monster. And while it might have come off in a harsher tone than wanted, the monster succeeded in convincing Victor to trust him. The message conveyed by this quote can be applied to our daily lives to not be so quick to judge someone's personality because you have no idea what they have been through. For instance, Victor was way too quick to see the monster as a threat to society without taking into account 
that he is the creator and is partly responsible for the monster's consequences. Throughout this reading, I've started to wonder why did Victor give up on the monster so quickly? His creation obviously was completely unfamiliar with the world around him, and probably very scared to be so alone and seen as an outsider by everyone. He had no one to help him ever since Victor abandoned him. I started to think, maybe it's because Victor was too afraid of the monster to even try and help him through this life. But he wanted to make this creature, and he wanted to work consistently to understand more and more about how to make this creature. So why did he give up so quickly? Was it based on looks alone? Or was his isolation from working too much on this creation clouding his ability to think rationally? There's an endless amount of questions I could ask, but I just think Victor wasn't ready for this kind of responsibility and was ashamed in his ugly creation for fear of a bad reputation. Thank you for listening to my podcast today and hearing my perspective of this reading.